1233. However, Ray Daniel, who was one of the classiest centre-backs in British football, in qualification for the 58 World Cup, um, he forgot his boots and um, he had some boots sent to him from his club. But boots in those days were so hard that uh, they had them in the bath. They had, had them in a bath of soap and water overnight to try and soft them up. It didn't work. The, bo- the boots were so hard and unpleasant to play in that he played in his bare feet for the mm. last quarter of an hour. The players on the plane uh, on the way to fifty eight, they were they weren't allowed to drink booze, but they were allowed two hundred fags each. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Talking about this bear, and then it's all ruined a century or two later by Thomas Brown. Oh, Thomas Brown ruined so many things. He, in laying out the actual, you know, one of the first great scientists laying out the actual facts of the animal kingdom, a lot of that work was refuting the myths that had previously existed in a way that was just enormously killjoy of him. This, I'm going to read you just this bit of done. The book has a surprising amount of John Donne in it for a book about animals. As anyone who knows my academic background, I, my PhD of my first non-fiction book were about John Donne. So he just leaks out into, into everything I do. So Pliny believed that a bear cub is born a mass of undifferentiated flesh and its mother licks it into being and shapes it in so doing. And probably what they were witnessing was a bear biting the placenta sac from around a bear cub. So it would have looked like a a blob arrived and a mother's mouth brought it into being. So it's not insane. Um, and people genuinely believed it. It wasn't believed with a kind of ironic wink. It was believed as a fact of natural history. Um, John Donne wrote this bit that says, it's, it's in one of his love poems, and about the idea that in our love, we can so fervently overlove each other that we destroy each other. He says, love's a bear whelp born. If we o'erlick our love and force it new strange shapes to take, we err and of a lump a monster make. And, um, and then Shakespeare, and a lot of people of Shakespeare's period, so this was not an original idea, use the idea of a kind of um, a half-formed bad idea. Like, nay, I think he has not licked his whelp into full shape yet. Which I think is a really great insult that one could use of many people <laughs> on the public stage. Um, I-, I love these ways that we have tried to explain often with painstaking care and often with generosity, the natural world to each other. And then uh, Thomas Brown debunked it um, in the 17th century when he said, this opinion is not only vulgar and very common with us at present, but it is, it is entirely untrue, he says, and um, had been of old delivered by the ancient writers. So he's blaming, he's blaming the past. And you, you quote um, an unnamed Deutsche Bank executive telling the Washington Post that senior management this is quoting him, is much more likely to listen to military commanders because they're cool and they've killed people than to a McKinsey guy in a pinstripe suit. And that is such a... I love that quote. I had to include that because that was just so wonderful. It also says something about the way... Uh, part of the reason that I really had to include that quote is because it also says something about the way that it's not only just the sort of the idea of um, military as an institution which is interesting to these uh, executives. They think that by rubbing up against these ex-military men, they're, they're capturing something of their magic, something of their masculinity, something of their machismo, something of their manliness, something of that kind of an ineffable um, thing that all of them are selling, which is, quote-unquote, leadership. And I think that that 
is why it's so pernicious, why it, absurd, but pernicious. Um, and so the idea that, I mean, the McKinsey guy probably does kill a lot of people. He doesn't have to do it with kinetic uh, forces, with guns. You know, he probably just writes a vision document that ends up resulting in the devastation of the economies and peoples and climates of lots of countries. 4, 12, 33.